Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is Poog, an ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This, this is, is Poog. Poog. Today's topics, loosely speaking. Halt. Smoothie 10. Plump hands. Okay, cool. I'm laughing. I'm already laughing, laughing, walking and laughing. I'm laughing because I always forget how quickly emotions pass and moods pass so our listeners don't know that i was mere moments ago raging i got in my car technical issues that ordinarily might be annoying i became homicidal i felt the walls (laughs) closing in i was rude (laughs) is a hysterical adjective i've just realized because to be murderous is funny right because usually murder is pretty like specific event in one's life like if someone commits murder it's like kind of a big deal yeah (laughs) so like to be like for homicidal like homicidal implies like that there is a and then i've heard that word right like he was homicidal yeah and it's like 
It's like to be permanently in a murderous state. Do you know what I'm saying? Like homicidal implies like almost suicidal, like, oh, they're suicidal. Like, oh, yeah. Like for the last <laughs> like a, week, like a, they've like a been... condition you have to constantly kind of exactly pushing manage. against and, and managing. Yes. <laughs> Just, that's really funny homicidal <laughs> is hysterical like just me walking around like wow. murderously that's really funny because i do fly into rages where and i'll say like here so here yeah. i'm and right Let's now the honey i'm so we've all heard of a halt hungry angry lonely tired what right okay have you not heard oh, about this halt halt yeah this was something when i was like 16 and i'd be like ah. you know my therapist okay. was like halt are you hungry angry lonely tired i was like yes all of them what wow. and so hungry am i hungry yeah but i'm hungry now Okay, yeah, I um, I'll say, you, am I angry? A? Yes. What? What? No, sorry. I was trying to remember the A. Okay. Yeah, anger, hungry. Oh wait, wait, huh? Oh, lonely. <laughs> lonely is a sad one, and then tired. So yeah, I was I working. I was working until four thirty. I got home at five a.m. This is why you believe in community. Why? Because of halt. It was halt. introduced to you earlier. Oh, yeah, Your the, loneliness being one of the mood problems. Therefore, yeah, you that's can't. why you're obsessed with community and connection. Good luck never fixing your to me gut. Relevant. Good luck having healthy immune system if you don't have community, folks. Really? Okay, you you can be optimal. You can have optimized be. diet, uh, f- you know, fitness regimen. You can be doing it all. If you're not connected to a community, if you don't feel interdependence, mm-hmm. you're gonna have chronic illness. No. <laughs> 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 well, right. I mean, those babies or whatever. Um, you know, the joy is a vitamin. Yeah. What'd you say? Wait, what? Wait, what's a vitamin? Love. I said joy is a vitamin. Oh, you know um, what I hate? I was thinking it's doing on this the other day. I'm joking. Obviously. When people say love is a verb. Okay. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. It's something it, right? you do. <laughs> do you ever, do you ever give bad interviews on purpose in the shower? That's because uh, um, I, <laughs> I will monologue. Sometimes if I'm cooking or showering, mm-hmm. I will slip into very kind of boring, exhausted points, like talk radio points that you hear. Like I'll like regurgitate what I've heard on the radio for 38,000 years. Yes. In (laughs) my need to 38,000 to be like, well, not 38, it's 38,000. Oh, Um, that's hysterical. That's hysterical. Not that there's anything wrong with being 38. Um, Yeah, I know. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) Well, there's so much to talk about, but I was just going to say giving bad interviews, like you saying love is a verb. Like I could imagine myself being like, because love is something that you do, right? It actually is enforced through action. It's not a transient emotional state. We can't chase happiness. We can chase, you know, anyway. No, 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 but I also hate love is a verb because folks, it's also a noun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's I'm ripping into a chocolate chip cookie. Someone's on their period. Yeah. What? I'm ripping into this chocolate chip cookie to create joy. I was ask you if you were um, premenstrual in the creative phase, which oh. is how I prefer to oh, refer to premenstrual. You. I am. Um, mm. Remember, this is the time you clean up and you clean house. Okay. You sweep up, you sweep out. I feel that. I don't see. I should have got my period yesterday. And so I'm. Yeah, you're, really, you're really hanging over the precipice. Mm-hmm. God, it's exciting. I like that. I'm No, it sounded sarcastic and I actually meant it. Um, I do think it's exciting. I think it's really, I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I've gotten very period I love positive. this reframing of it. It's great. Yes. Anyway, so I was hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. I was raging. But now, transience of mood, because now I'm better. I'm better. The technical issues have gone away. I started watching the Tina Turner doc. I started crying almost instantly. <laughs> um, Wait, I don't know if I've ever experienced loneliness. <laughs> please okay. continue. What I mean is, and not because I'm constantly surrounded. 
I wonder if this is a lack or this is a like in, injured instinct in me. Yeah. Okay. Like if I like similarly, like not being thirsty and then I'm chronically dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I don't like, I enjoy being alone a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't notice that I'm alone. I'm not like, this is weird. I'm mm-hmm. just alone. I'm just like living, living inside my head, reading books, whatever it is. Right. Walking around. I, it's, do you think that's odd? No, and I don't know because I, I don't feel. When do I feel lonely? Sometimes you feel loneliest with other people, but it's true. Like being alone. Oh, another another point. Sometimes I'll, I will slip into kind of feeling bad about myself. I mean, I feel like that hasn't happened in a minute, but being kind of like, sorry, I'm I'm truly thinking. We'll edit this out. Um, I haven't been alone much at all lately. Right, and now I'm kind of like. Oh, kind of remembering its benefits, remembering how desperate I am for that and how essential that is. Like there was something today about like waking up when you wake up alone and you're like, oh, I can do. And I, again, I like drank coffee in bed and watched part of the Tina Turner doc and I was like so moved by just watching her perform that I just started weeping. God, TV at the start of the day. Oh yeah. Nothing better. One of the is like, is an, is a radical act. Okay. Because a lot of people won't, you know, they treat it like drinking, you know, not <laughs> until after five. Yeah. Okay. And to me, it's like such a rejection of, um, I mean, and the idea of like, even if you have to go somewhere like, you know, job or school, I remember feeling like the thrill of putting on the TV, even the weather channel before school. Oh my God. I'm feeling like I was like getting this thing that like <clears throat> getting a little taste of the world preschool was really satisfying. I completely agree. And it makes it's, um, yeah, something about like, if you have to wake up early, I think we've talked about this, but waking up in a hotel room early cause you have to go to the airport oh, and yeah. turning on the local news and it's like, Hey, and yeah, it's 48 degrees or whatever the hell oh, no. <laughs> it makes you. Heaven. Oh God. Yeah. No, I'm like tempted to just take us back to the comfort and lobby. Like we did on a previous episode. I'm like, I'm like, bring me back. Mm. And like, cause we're, we're, we're identifying these kind of public spaces that are, that have a, a familiarity despite being public places. Right. I mean like the movie theater, the public intimacies. Yeah. The, um, the hotel, the, uh, I'm trying to think of there's other ones that I've been enjoying. Well, I have been going to target uh, daily basically cause I'm staying at my parents' house. <laughs> so I've been doing the target. Trips. And since I've been in Pittsburgh, targets become a real emotional anchor for me. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. The fact that it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a, um, what's it called? Sort of embassy. Oh yeah. Right. Sort of an embassy throughout the country. I'm excited to go buy a broom. Sometimes I would pull into town on the road, you know, go into heading to a town. <gasps> One of the best feelings in the world, me and my friend Erica, we were um, on the road between two comedy clubs. She was like, like, like early days and massive snowstorm hit. And we pulled into a target parking lot and we were like, we might just have to like live out the storm inside target. Yeah. And like, maybe like, like Make there's going to be no one on the road and people are going to be camping in target. Like, like all the people from the highway. <laughs> what happened? Exactly that. We, I don't know. We waited it out. We went to a hotel. I, I, I can't remember. <laughs> oh no. I know what we did. I know what we did. We went into target and we got a bunch of stuff, supplies for the car. Yeah. Mm, I love right? supplies the joke, for the my car. My joke was I called my car at the time, the go mobile. I mean, just Erica is a joke because that's like a re- deeply redundant, like non nickname for a car. 
like the go mobile. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. it adds nothing. It's like nothing. And so it was like hysterical to me. It's similar. <laughs> like, I think it's really funny to some, for me to go, um, like if me and Chris are watching a movie or starting a movie. Okay. And I'm like liking it. I lean over and I go certified fresh by <laughs> Novak or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I do an absolute unwitty taking of, the tomato meters word. It's you know ro- what I'm saying? Rotten Tomatoes is actually taken seriously, isn't it? Oh, God, Kate. that's what a terrifying reality. Kate, it is beyond. It is like I've we've all forgotten. Who are who are these people? It's a gag. With, who are. No, Kate, it's an aggregate. That's why it's taken seriously. This is devastating news. <sighs> you thought they were just some. I know what you're picturing. You're picturing a small office. A board. I'm picturing IndieWire. Yeah, you're picturing a group of a-holes <laughs> sitting in an office. Okay, the couple <laughs> Max. Yeah. No, it's a okay, bunch of I incels. Know exactly the men you're picturing. No, that's exactly what I knew you were picturing. A bunch of incels voting 0% on Cresha. <laughs> <laughs> look it up if you have to. <laughs> Wait, did they vote poorly on Cresha? No, I don't know. Let me look up right now. Oh. Cresha, um, I thought it's an aggregate. A, as yeah. I, I think it's an aggregate of reviews. Now, okay. now popcorn meter. They, they utilize as well. You know how they have tomato meter and the popcorn meter sometimes? Wait, no, that's on the Stubbs app? I don't know. Shit, wait, does the tomato, does Rotten Tomatoes have a popcorn meter? Okay, interesting. Sorry, I'm looking here at Cresha. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's yeah, actually good to hear. So 77% audience score, whatever the hell that means. There's only 79 reviews, though. Pop, I'll tell you. So these are Cresha lovers. Yes, yeah. but here's the thing, Kate. It's an aggregate of... And I think they wait. That's why they have the, okay, the, the tomato meter is, I believe, an aggregate of f- formal and respected criticism. So oh. combine what the New York Times gave it, what the, okay, what and the audience Scott meter said. is what their regular yeah. people, okay, vote. And so me and Chris, like, when we're looking at, sorry, there's a lot of me and Chris, <laughs> but- um, A lot of aggregate talk. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, But when we're looking, like, at a movie and we'll see, like, We'll see sometimes like 50, if you see like high popcorn meter or audience meter, mm-hmm. low tomato on like a horror movie, I'm like, yeah, we're going. <laughs> They're never, they never are going to give, you know, Conjuring 3 what it deserves or sure, Annabelle. Sure. High popcorn meter. It's like, you can only trust the people with horror. You know what I mean? I understand that. I understand that. It's really important. <laughs> God, I start, we started watching The Conjuring here um, again, of course, um, you know, my my feelings about the conjuring universe you remind me i don't think i know <laughs> they just heard it because i used to do it on stage what oh maybe Is the conjuring didn't. with lily taylor that's the first one but it's an entire world but they they'll say another one from the conjuring universe okay oh really annabelle they'll go from the conjuring universe oh you're kidding and i had no idea what we were dealing with and the conjuring universe you know it's often ed and lorraine warren who are, were real you know demonologists whatever <gasps> whose books i've read you've probably seen some stuff on them anyway and my joke is merely that the Conjuring universe is our own universe because <laughs> everything that happens in those movies is real, true, and happens. <laughs> the Conjuring universe is but our but our own, but our world. Okay. I'm so thrilled. Theta's laughing. Thank God. Okay. I'm laughing too. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, you don't have to. I mean, I was it's laughing. Honestly, Theta's laughing was so so piercing in my in my headphones. Um, right, you were silenced by it. Um, um, did you watch the Joy Luck Club? My mother wanted to no. know because she appreciated that. Um, I'll make a note. I've been. I'm really. I've been really neglecting myself. I've been really not watching. I. No, of course, of course. No. Um, 
I, well, I am recording Pook for the first time from my childhood home. Wow. How does, what's the tenor of that? Well, for me, you know, um, I'm very comfortable here at my parents' house. It is a safe haven. Oh yeah. <laughs> you and I, I love, not you and I both real. love to regress instantly in the home. Yes. And, um, and it's really nice. It's nice that, you know, that my dad makes coffee at 4am. So when you come down, it's ready to go. Holy shit. Um, Jeff's up at 4am. Greg, just my brother. Oh my God. Literally <laughs> strike it from. It will be, it will be played in the episode and both of my parents listen weekly. You know that. That they is a humiliation. Weekly. Greg, um, this is right to you. I again, well, I went to sleep at five. I'm hungry. I'm angry. I'm lonely and I'm tired. Okay. And that's what happened. I have the four halt. I'm, I'm, I'm in the halt zone right now. Um, hungry, I am reading angry. a fabulous book on OCD. Oh, really? What's it called? It's called, I really do want to recommend it cause I am devouring it. I just like opened it and read like 67 pages last night. Yeah. Not that anyone's counting. It's called needing to know for sure. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, honey. And it's all about, it's like a cognitive behavioral approach to, um, what does it say? Seeking reassurance and I'm literally getting the book. Damn, Kate. Just to know what, no, no. See, this is, okay, I have a lot. I mean, this is. Wait. Well, I don't have to wait because. Wait. I can't hear you. Are you excited for me? I mean, if she can't hear me, I guess that's But just listen to this. Needing to know, needing to know for sure. A CBT based guide to overcoming compulsive checking and reassurance seeking. Are you excited? I mean, did they, I mean, it's, it's, it's just so exciting because that is specifically, you know, massively your, one of your, you know, uh, I'm, touchstones of, of we're going to go to break. I'm going to talk quickly about it. Very excited. Yeah. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. 
Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you, Jacqueline, your excitement at me because you know me so deeply and you know that this could be huge. And again, I'm resisting all epiphany here. But I just want to say that if anyone, if that (laughs) strikes a chord, get this goddamn book because I I know that it seems too much to be like, it's already changed my life, but I've it's really, I'm, I need this. It's all about escaping the the reassurance trap. And, you know, of course at the center of that is accepting the anxiety of uncertainty. Of course, there it is. Which is a lifelong and we need mindfulness. We need so much. And, um, I love this. It's like, talks about disentangling yourself from your thoughts and then simply letting time pass, which is like, again, what I struggle with the urgency to know the urgency to ask. And it's so devastating, Jacqueline. I thought about you because it talks about seeking empty reassurance from friends and like exhausting your friends <laughs> because you're looking to them for they information feel. they don't have that no right. one has the, the, the need to answer the unanswerable. Well, they're also <sighs> right, 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 right. But I, and I also think it's, it's like, at least I think part of the instinct is, you know, when you don't trust your own ability, let's say to, you know, make the quote right decision. Yeah. Um, create the fantasy that someone else's sureness or confidence or opinion, you know, that they somehow do know or something, or you just trust. You can't doubt someone else's thought the same way. Like you could doubt your own, by the way, you know, I've done this on the podcast, I'm sure, but I just, I'm stunned by my own genius on this one. My, when I had the realization that there's no such thing as a 
right decision. You make a decision and you make it the right one. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, I really can't believe. Yeah. I think that is hugely helpful because we see as if every decision, as if we see every decision, as if the moment you make that one decision, that is dictating the rest of your life and your your choice right, right, after that. In. Yeah. When in fact, so here's. I just want to quickly yeah. say one thing because I this is fascinating to me. I don't want to butcher it, but this is something that I'm like, holy shit. They talk about positive um, enforcement, which is like the classic. You know, you teach a dog to sit, you give it a biscuit, right? And it's yeah. going to sit for the biscuit. It's going to sit for the biscuit. Parrot, so that works stick. with a negative thing too, which is, let's just say you have, you know, a, a, an aching thing, this like urgency for, to know if something certainty, you know, the obvious thing being, is my plane going to crash? Right? right. And so let's just say I'm sitting next to you on the plane and I go, is the plane going to crash? Is the plane going to crash? And something that's negative or that doesn't work is it doesn't matter how many times you tell me it's not going to crash. Here are the statistics mm-hmm. behind plane, like, which actually I right. was reading about this and laughing because I don't fear plane travel. In fact, I fear cars so much that I would rather fly yes. than drive. Like yes. when people are like, well, I'm right too scared to fly. I'm going to drive. I'm like, well, are you out of your goddamn mind? I'm going to fly the six hours and risk my life infinitely more. I would love to fly. 10 wait. minutes to avoid a drive. No, wait, you have to know though. Wait, I can't tell if, if you're what? realizing, you know, that truly cars are infinitely more dangerous just statistically. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, I'd rather yeah. fly than drive. Except you know what? I've thought about this a lot because I too, I at times experience real fear um, while flying. Sometimes and, I get a little, um, little, little rush, but isn't that the fun of God. air travel? You feel it shake. But my problem is with it is that um, I thought about this a lot. Cause why am I so afraid when I know that cars are more dangerous and whatever. And it's because I fear that the experience of a plane crash, okay, <laughs> would be fucking heinous compared Versus to... Versus bam, bam, semi-truck. Like, fly, I have a lot of dreams where I'm driving and, you know, there's a curve and I don't make the curve. Mm. Okay, and I'm just flying, flying, flying. Where am I going to land? And I think I have some maybe where I'm hurtling out of the car. But yeah, the, the, the bam of the car to me plummeting with people honey there's no greater splat than being on a plane and it hitting the ground i think no well that's <laughs> no but it's no, the screaming right, after it's the register six minutes <laughs> yeah. oh, no. of descent of the Kate. free fall okay well free fall yeah any falling <laughs> falling descending people screaming praying okay you bracing you going oh we're going into the ocean okay cool so water's gonna fill the cabin oh and i'm gonna be oh, it's gonna be climbing over to try to get out well, i've gone through a thing where I, re- I read a series of articles about plane safety and um you know statistically what's the best place what's the safest seat on the plane oh boy what is it, exit row uh yes i think it's 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 basically exit row I, I think. And then there's some stuff about the front of the plane versus the back of the plane. And you I forget what it is. The back. The, the back, back is just safer. falls right off or something. No, it's like something <laughs> unexpected. Like the back always just falls. Just pops I mean, right I off. Just, when, when humans die at the hands of mechanisms they themselves invented and created, yeah. I find it really upsetting. Okay. <laughs> so death in a car. <laughs> I mean, John Waters said, and it made me laugh so hard because it like literally like, like just thinking about it. He's just like, oh, it's the ugliest way to go. <laughs> car crash. Okay. John Waters is like, it's the ugliest way to go or something like that. And so like, scary. And like, it made me laugh really hard because like I realized, yeah. So it's like anytime <sighs> you're so being scary. crushed by literally the very thing you built. Yeah. Okay. I find that really disturbing. That so you paid for no less. Building. Yes. Yes. But like a building falling, I consider part of that. Mm. The Titanic. Okay. It all becomes the Titanic for me. So what for you are, so, you know? so for you, you'd rather, so it's more, what love, what else is there? Drowning, falling off a cliff, being hit in the head by a coconut. Ways to die accidentally. You mean natural death, natural causes. <laughs> That's like a slow and painful disease. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> 
Um, you know, do you ever have like the fantasy of um, sometimes you read these pieces, right? These sort of brilliant pieces of writing by people who are like, you know, three months to live. Oh yeah. Right? You ever Oliver read these? Sacks. Yes. Yes. Okay. And, they, and they're kind of like, you know, they're heavily shared and it's like, holy shit. Yeah. And it's this, it's this thing of like, can you believe their grace yeah. in the, in the face of this thing? And it's the question I, I wonder is, you know, the pressure, right. To be the inspirational. Oh my God. Tale. Oh my God. If you, get, if you got the three monther. Do you think about that you know, for yourself? Do you write your greatest? Do you write yeah. an essay that just, you sort of go, okay, the, you know, I can either be one of those people, right? Like, do you aim for, for a, a death of greatness? Right, right, right. Or do you, is there, so, because there's either, there's the really kind of, you know, I'm going to Disneyland every day. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And it's like, guess what? That won't help. You know, like, that's kind of the yes. fallacy of that. It's like spaghetti meatballs every night and I'm going to yeah. ride Magic Mountain. Um, yeah. But. After three days of that. After what, three then? days of that. Yeah. I mean, what the hell do you do? If you've got, I mean, for me, it's, it's obviously it's run to, you know, I don't know. I'd, I'd go into some kind of hardcore, I'd, I'd go into hardcore trying to, you know, have a radical healing. That, I mean, that's, that's where I'd go. I, I would not, I would not accept. I would, you know, I mean, you'd be like turmeric. You would like, I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd go like, I'd go truly quantum. I'd have yeah. to like, yeah. I'd go further upstream than turmeric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'd be like you know, doing a major, I mean, this is why, you know, you got to do it now. Right. It's like, it's like when I suddenly have the idea that I should have a meditation practice on the day that I'm like having profound <laughs> stress. Sorry, keep going. I'm like, cool. So if, <laughs> if I had been meditating for the last six months, maybe I'd be a little more equipped to handle this now. Instead, it's like two days before the anxiety inducing thing. Right. And I'm like, of course. And then you turn to the practice, Launching the practice, by the way, I'm like 14 days into Tracy Anderson online studio and, um, Oh, and loving it. You know what I love about it? What? Really simple. Makes me sweat. Honey. Do you ever do I, a hard workout by and the it's way, really hard and you're not sweating? You, it's hell. Yes, of course. Please send me one. I want to try one. I yeah. did a little dancing this morning. If you can believe it. I know that doesn't go with the halt, um, issue I was talking about earlier, but I'm laughing cause I'm looking over and there's a picture. I want to post this on the Poog Instagram. There's a yeah. picture of a box of crackers that I ripped into right before we started recording. I was so angry. I was so halt. I want, I want to take a picture of this box of Mary's oh. gone crackers, whatever it's called. Cause I ripped into it like a wild animal. Like it was a sealed box. And instead of just opening mm. it, I ripped off the top, yes. like, and it's hanging off the counter partially. And it's like such an image mm. of the desperation. Well, similarly, you know, I was thinking about my father's been eating rice crackers and I'm, I'm really concerned about it. Okay. <laughs> like grain, dad, grain. Okay. And I'm like, get off the rice crackers. I need you. Like, I'm just, okay. I'm trying to, I need to convert grain him. brain. Cause, Cause he actually had, yes, that's what I said to him. He actually, I, I was saying to him, the reason that I'm so hard on them and him, and I give him all the information and make him look up Dr. Mark Hyman and mm. Dr. Robert mm -hmm. Lustig. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is because he is disciplined. So like, a million, like I'm 19. I, I'm going to my, you know, psych, psychiatrist who prescribes me antidepressants, mm -hmm. and she also prescribed me fish oil. Okay, and oh my god, in a book in a book called like the Omega Three Solution. This is like I don't know, 99 or something, or 2003. I whatever, it doesn't matter. But and so we get the book, we read it, and then my dad like gets on board because it's very compelling about the the way our diet and the food chain, the whole thing, has led to us not getting the omega threes, mm -hmm, and the mm -hmm. omega sixes are way outweighing the omega threes in every cell in our body, and 
you know, there were these studies where they gave people high doses of fish oil and it like, or it was the only thing that gave relief for their bipolar and whatever. A lot of pretty significant fish oil studies. Yeah. If you chase it down with a gin martini. Point is he's been taking it now for, he's, he's, he's been taking it now for, you know, 20 years or whatever. Okay, I need every day. Greg, send me which brand. And like I go, I go on and I go off. I tried to get him on that NAD plus. He he also he's so regimented. Have you ever known? Have 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 you ever been transformed by fish well, oil there, during periods where I was like really struggling with depression and um like not on the right meds? Like I was like just a heavy user of fish oil, but I tend to fall off when times are good. I mean that's yeah, that's classic. You know, at least I don't do that with my with my damn meds. I've just settled in on those. Yeah, yeah, of um, course. Thank God. You know, but, but yeah, so, so I'm like, you actually could be the subject, like, cause he'll, he'll do the thing. Like he'll get the thing and take it every day for two years. And he's so regimented, like his routines that he can actually like see and spot differences based on like, like he'll be like the NAD plus was making him feel a little weird. Wow. After like three weeks. It's I, just, like, I wish so I had regimented. the discipline for that. I mean, I'm on probably, I'm probably on day eight of consecutive uh, athletic greens. Athletic folks. greens. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, I'm I was going to ask you, cause I'm also on like day eight of PGX plus mulberry fiber supplement. You might be thinking that's not very exciting, but pill? it is Dr. Mark Hyman's number one supplement recommendation. Is it a pill or a P? Is it a pill? Yes, it's a capsule with, with cognac or whatever. Cognac. Um, <laughs> no wait, <laughs> the root. Sorry, wait, hold on. Let me. I don't. I, con, I don't know how it's pronounced. Let's see. Maybe. Um, Will you text it to me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the athletic greens. Because I am so. Because I am so. I struggle so deeply with discipline and any kind of regimen. There's always this kind of sorrow that run. That's the subtext of any new mm. principle I adopt. <laughs> like I'm on oh, day completely. eight, and I'm like, look at me doing it, and I'm like. I know now not to grip too hard to the practice because I can already feel it slipping away. But then today mm. I had this, I was drinking the athletic greens and I was like, Hey, maybe this won't slip away. Maybe I'll really f reap the benefits of athletic greens and I'll just be someone who is taking it on trips. You know, I'm, I'm gone for 10 days. Well, I'm bringing 10 pouches, see, you know? Yes. And, and see, I just want to point out like how I, right now, my brain, it's the spiritual dollar signs. It's the wellness dollar signs. Okay. I mean, but in the sense of my, my eyes started darting around as you were saying that me looking for a solution. You know how I look for solutions. Mm. Okay. So like, yes. I like came up with a way for us to stay on things for life. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. We get on the goddamn phone every day <gasps> and we take our fucking pills or whatever it is. I mean, I uh, we drink you, our water. We take our supplements. You know me, Jacqueline, you know me well enough to know that there's nothing cozier than that. And that would, for I me, I, knew you, I, I think knew that I might be the, in. now I'm trying to suck you even now I'm trying to suck you into your own idea and I'm going, Jacqueline, yes. That's the key to, that's the key to, to health is you getting on the phone with me every day and us taking our pills or a simple check-in. It would be, you could have your athletic green. I mean, it, we could just call it, you know, you know, the smoothie 10 or something. Okay. What comes something a little bit more satisfying? One of the, but, one of the sweetest things about, um, I'll tell the listeners about being a close yeah. friend of, of yours is, um, getting a text in the morning GM, oh my God, simply yes. good morning. Yes, GM. <laughs> but the lowercase GM from you is like, okay. Oh, I, I love it. You're even saying this because you know, GM's origins. No. So my friend Deirdre Fulton, of course. shout out Deirdre. She's a big fan of the cast. Um, <laughs> she was like, we started it together. I, I know that other people use GM probably. You were the first person we to text have, me GM. We did it ourselves. Okay. <laughs> Years ago. And it was like, it was a way of like dealing with depression in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like, just and feeling like you can't talk to anyone or do anything and no energy. And so GM was like a way of just like the tiniest hello possible. 
that isn't like inviting a lot of conversation. It's the smallest sound <sighs> you can very make. And sweet. so then GM become is something that we then will use sometimes like at any time of the day, almost like to mean like, I'm feeling small. <laughs> yeah. A little check in small, afraid, sort of depressed. Like, and all I can do is like, you know, just say GM all lowercase. That's sweet. I like that. GM is the best. I love GM. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Bean Dad, The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
Obviously, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to talk about, just quickly, we are featured in um, the style section of the New York Times this weekend. Mm -hmm. However, (laughs) there's a photograph of me that, and we all know this, like photographs of ourselves that we hate, right? We scrutinize images of our, of ourselves. Of course, of course. But like, there's a photo in this article. There's only two photos of us. We each have two photos. Mm -hmm. One of them is, is so like, it feels intentionally unflattering. It feels like somebody put it there to, to, cause I've wronged them. Like it's so violent. It's such a vi- act of violence, hysterical. the, the presence of the image and, and the photographer took, you know, hundreds, right. Of photos. Of course. And I just don't believe that out of all of that, one of them is fine. The other one is devastating. Yeah, and devastating I just want I want to highlight how devastating it is. Guess okay. who's not going to post the New York right. times article in which they're featured. Yeah. Myself. No, I know. Because now, the, how do you feel to circulate about, this? Okay. Right. Would it ruin you in your opinion? The devastation. What? It would ruin you. Well, so let's analyze the fear because I live in fear about photos. Oof, okay. I'm looking at it right now. Oof. And the people should run and look at it. I mean, actually we will have to post it for this reason. Yeah, well, great. We refuse. No, so the poog Insta, we could post. And it's fine. You know, it's like, you know, you know what the main issue I is? I didn't go, okay, it's going to hate that immediately. I didn't. Okay. I go, Kate might hate that. Okay. I was like, I was like, just cause it's like, whatever kind of, it's like, a really bad like, angle. And it, it, it creates for me the illusion of an excessive 30 pounds, <laughs> um, sitting squarely atop my face. And there's a psychotic triple chin <laughs> situation going well, on. And my hair, was, yeah. I think looks revolting and it's just an image that, and I'm fine. It doesn't make me run to the mirror and go, Oh God, you know, like I'm, I can maintain my own sovereignty, but yes, no, it's not revealing a truth. (laughs) I, I refuse to mark this as truth. (laughs) Yes. No, 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 exactly. And that's, so that's a different, that's a different upset. Yeah. Right. There's two kinds of upsets. One's you've been wronged and misrepresented, right? When you know, you're like, I know there were photos in that thing that, you know, you'd probably adore. And if you could yeah. look over the shoulder and point and go, please use that one. You know, I just, I, um, 
I resent the fact that it feels like photographers don't always have the subject's best interest in mind. It's like, oh, like if the tree looks interesting behind you, they'll like post like what is deeply missed. I think they always need to like the only correct thing to do is to it like your first sort. Like if they're sorting the photos, send them on through sort by. No, I wasn't saying that. I was saying (laughs) they need to first sort by the person looks in the top 10% of attraction of attractiveness of this, this glut of photos right, right. I've taken start there and then narrow down <laughs> okay, based on a tree or a color in the background or whatever looks interesting. I just don't understand. I mean, I'm fine with these photos. I'm actually yeah, yours pretty, are pretty happy with them for mine. I'm like, you know, just cause yours are nice. You know, there's, there's, um, I almost, I almost got mean there and I'm not going to do it. No, degrading the photographer. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but there's no point. Right. No, I, yeah, I don't think you want to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I I, I meant it after the fact <laughs> and that you I have made the now, right choice. I not. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. No, right. Except except I can predict you your cruelty, you know, your incisive kind. cruelty would would devastate in specificity much more than you referencing that you quote could be mean because you're about I, I think I even know what you're about to say and it's not something we've talked about. What? You're going to you're going to criticize it artistically, right? Sure. Like, oh, you think that's a cool shot because whatever. Not even. I was going to go lower. I was going to like. <laughs> Be like all photographers are trash or something? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> Should you go low and we beep bleep it out? <laughs> no, no, there's no, there's no need. There's no need. There's no need. No, there's no, there's no need. There's no need. All right. So, um, but, but I was just saying. Grateful like, for the press. I was pretty yeah. happy with my photos, relatively speaking. Um, you know, cause I, I, yes, I'm always looking should. to, I'm looking to be shocked. I'm looking to have my, my week ruined. I've had entire weeks by ruined photo. by, by photos. Wow. I mean, I mean like truly like where you're like, where it's that thing where, where people around you go, um, like I remember my sister once I showed her these pictures that I was really upset about yeah. that were taken at UCB <laughs> ages ago. And, um, and my sister just, you know, it wasn't even like, oh, I think you look good. It yeah. was like she like laughed and was like, that doesn't look like you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, thank God. But also but like, that's me. But there I am. Yeah. So I just, I, you know, I, the mood I get into before a photograph is to be taken is pretty dark. And I'm or anything physical appearance like related where it's like the expectation is that I, you know, I'm going to find a cool outfit and it it's like it goes wrong every time and it's and do you have you know the thing where you like just wake up the next morning looking like infinitely better than when you were of like course. always always do you find like, just i'm yeah. interrupting quickly do you find that sometimes Please. if you're hungover you look better i wonder if it's like the dehydration there's a classic thing you know it's like oh yeah you don't want to it's the idea well alcohol bloats you or whatever you're gonna look like shit right. but on some i'm not saying always but on some occasions if I don't sleep much and I'm a little hungover, I wake up yeah. and I'm like haunting 10 years off the face. Yeah. Something like, yeah. like there's this, like maybe it's the youthfulness to the, to the, uh, the swell, the swelling. I don't know. Just a little theory. I, I have think it's bloat though. Oh, you might just I, realize I feel like you're almost drawn. I can't hear you're myself. Drawn. This whole episode. I haven't heard myself. I just realized Oh wow. I'm back because for so many, for so many poogs, I could never hear myself. I could only hear you Yes. that I'm used to that, but I'm realizing because the technical difficulty was around me not being able to hear you. Now I hear you, but I don't hear myself, but that's fine. We're finishing up and I don't care. Um, this is my new resting face to work my upper lip. What? Not in You're public. You're pixelated. I can't quite see it. Oh, okay. I've just got a, uh, 
I've just got a, a kind of, it's kind of a you face. You make an owl smile. Oh yeah. It you know looks you make, very. Kate has an ability to turn her mouth into a perfect you. It's a V actually. But, yeah, I guess it is a V, but I felt a U would. No, but would the point of the V. an exaggeration that would help the listeners. But the V is exactly what I'm proud of. <laughs> I can make it into a point. Right, right, right. The point. See, for me, it's the angle, right? Yeah, no, you're right. The V. Yeah, I can't, I can't, or I don't yet know how to turn it into a It's a beak. We'll get that. Sorry, right, this sorry. is not was, radio I, friendly. I was leaning towards video. Um, well, I have a... dry hands. <laughs> <laughs> Chronically. Any takers? Are you serious? Yeah. Is that real? Can't get them wet. Can't get them soft. And really? I, here, here's my issue. And I want to, and I need a full community to rally around me. Why am I getting my cuticles? It <laughs> goes lotion. <laughs> Theta just said lotion. The word lotion is completely absurd. Why? No, yeah. Why? 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 Mother? Why? Must I have my cuticles be dry? Mm-hmm. My Feeling hangnail off. hangnails mm. are happening. They hurt. What's so going bad. on? Is it? Is it? And is it because? Is it being punished for years of getting manicures? Do you push your cuticles back? Because no. there's a thing if you go to get a manicure and there's always a woman yeah. there who goes, just push back, don't cut. My mother. So what's the theory there? All right. So when they start snipping away mm-hmm. at your cuticles to create a more large nail bed, yeah. sometimes- I'm salivating right now, yeah? They bleed. Okay. Oh, don't I know it? They go too hard. I'm cut. Have you ever bled? I, it's, it's, I go in there, I get surgery every time. I'm leaving with gauze. I'm bleeding. I, I mean, I hate getting manicures so and pedicures. I would. So if you have sensitive cuticles that easily tear, rip and whatever, mm-hmm. and I believe I do. I do. Somewhat. And Dance my mother hand. does. Yeah. I've started letting them clip, but there's always a risk of blood because it's kind of exciting because it's like when they do really trim the cuticle, suddenly I have this like much fuller nail bed, um, which is like a term I don't enjoy, but I have more nail and it's kind of exciting. Yeah. But yeah, you just you push them back. Instead, they just push them back so that you get more nail bed. And then, like, I don't know about if if I don't know if cutting cuticle. It's not like if you don't cut your cuticle, it's going to grow all the way over your, the tip of your <laughs> finger. It's not right. like something that re- technically requires a trim. <laughs> yeah, right? right, right. Arguably, even the peeling of the cuticle. I mean, it also strikes me. I think my mother said this, but I think some people, when you start snipping at the cuticle, you're just making it worse. Like you're creating more like more cut or something that's going to keep peeling, you know, like if, if you interesting, yeah, you're just like, just you're, you're disrupting it, it. Gosh. Do you have a favorite nail on your fingers? Like, like, do you like, are all, are all your nails the same? I've never thought about having a favorite, like the shape. Like to me, my ring fingernail is my best nail mm. shape. The others are very like, they're barely anything. They're like, they're really like small, like you'd be shocked. I think. <laughs> like I'm trying to see like which one, like this one will shock you. It's uh, my middle finger and it's just shaped like an egg. It's like, egg what? Shape sounds great. Not a vertical egg. Horizontal folks. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Horizontal. Like I could never put a press on nail. Wait, you have long nails a lot. Wait, my nails, I, uh, yeah, well, my nails I want to talk about dryness short. in the hands. Cause I'm shocked. I've, ne- I've almost, ne- I, I've had dryness, but never on the palm of the hand. My hands are so dry and I've listened. Walita skin food is, is heaven, right? Okay. I love that. That's thick stuff. I'm out of it. I, maybe that's the issue. I just got to get lotion. Okay. There. Um, lotion. I was trying this hand cream lano l-a-n-o mm-hmm. i don't know well i have an idea Sun lotion experiment with treating your hand like a face okay so you start with you wash your hands whatever you're in the shower right they're nice and steamed and plumped and ready to accept 
ingredients okay. ready to accept actives. Okay. You get out of the shower and before the pores completely close while it's still warm, spritz a little essence on there. You're kidding. Start with that. Then layer in the next layers until you get completely creamed to a point of absurdity. Okay. And you let it soak in. Do you see what I'm saying? That's, I mean, yeah, I see what you're saying. I just, you're telling me the palms are peeling? No, God, no. There's no peeling. It's just a dryness. It's mostly my nail. It's my cuticles and it's the skin around my nails is the thing that's okay. really giving me a lot of grief. I, mean, I wonder if you had my hand. I mean, what are you looking for sweaty palms? A lot of people don't I just like want a those. nice, smooth, plump hand. I don't know. I, I can't even imagine because I'm wondering. I've, I mean, mine have always been wrinkly, so it is an inherent wrinkle. But what do you think about your hands? What? <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. So I'm going to moisturize my hands. Do you? By the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, go. No, I'm excited for the supplement hour. Oh, my mom has entered. Oh my God. Oh my God. She's passing through. Waking up. Yeah. Waking up and doing supplements together could be huge. It's too pixelated, unfortunately. Sorry. Um, Waking up. So is it in the morning? I think it is. Jam. All right, so let's do that. And maybe every listener find a, another Find a supplement hag. hag. Okay. And God, actually, we shouldn't make any medical recommendations. Of course not. We could get sued. Can you imagine? So I'm going to keep <laughs> up with my, I'm very excited because I've continued to take time-lapse footage of myself exercising. So I'm going to have the journey. I'm going to have a documentary. And I was trying to imagine if every time I work out, right, yeah. it's one minute, it's about a one minute video or a 30 second video because it's time-lapse, right? How long are the workouts? An hour. Holy shit. You're working out for an hour? Well, between 40 and an hour. Oh my God. Yeah, wow. It's pretty intense. That's a lot. So I was like, I feel like before and after photos obviously are very exciting and I love seeing them, but wouldn't it be kind of fun to watch someone actually transform day by day? Okay. And it'll be micro. You know what I'm saying? You mean it'll so then on Christmas morning you'll post it and it'll be one of those like one of those like time yep. lapse things. Yep. Yep. Except it'll be like it won't be like perfect because I don't line up in that way. But you would have to watch like 10 seconds. Like imagine watching an hour video of compilation of all the workouts and you just watch the person slowly get in shape, get get toned. I can imagine it, but I don't know. I don't know. I know. I'm very excited about it. The recording of the thing is like the only thing keeping me going. I relate to that dynamic deeply, of course. Maybe it's not the only thing. I guess it's the mood benefits and that sort of thing. Anyway, supplement hag. We're gonna have to wrap it up. But what do we hit on today? Because I actually felt, oh, I just wanted to say the OCD book, which I'm going to read. It's good stuff. About the assurances and whatever. I just want to say, whatever the title of that book is, it's it was the mushrooms the whole time. Needing Let's to know clear. for sure. Mushrooms the whole time is peak my OCD. Yeah. Yeah. It was the mushrooms the whole time is the subtitle of that book. You know, exactly. Exactly. By the way, I did receive a message from someone who came to my show who had it sent back to the room. They just said, tell her it was the mushrooms <gasps> the whole time. How sweet. I loved it. And that reminds me, I hope everyone has their tickets uh, to Boston. Uh, <laughs> music us out while I'm I have saying say, jokesnovac.com. Um, <gasps> No, wait, I know what to say. What? We have one more thing we have to what? say. You can cut me talking in the last minute to get this in. What? I created a POOG hag mailing list sign up form. I have posted oh, yeah. it. So in go and sign up, kids. Bio. I mean, it's, it's you know, just get in there. Get in there. That way, you know, if, if there's announcements, whatever. It's just, I'm very excited about this. I created the form and I will not be dishonored by not seeing any sign-ups. I don't want you to miss out. I mean, the sign-ups have happened. I have to pee so violently that I actually must. No, I think the episode okay. is over. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs, 
If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.